Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is September 18th, 2020, the date that in 1961, Marty Feldman became head coach for the Silver and Black two games into the regular season campaign. Fast forward to 2020, and after a great start to the season, John Gruden and the Raiders are now just a few days away from officially opening Allegiant Stadium, their brand new gem in the desert. But Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints are hoping to be terrible houseguests during the primetime affair, something that I'm pretty sure Derek Carr and company will have a little bit to say about. Anyway, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, let's catch up on everything going on here in Henderson, Nevada, ranging from the injury report to what this game means in the grand scheme of 2020. We have a lot to get to. Lego! We always keep a close eye on the weekly injury report, but perhaps we're keeping even tighter tabs on it this week as the Raiders come into week two already a little bit banged up. Quick refresher, in Sunday's 34-30 win over the Carolina Panthers, starting right tackle Trent Brown and his backup Sam Young went down in the first half, forcing Denzel Good to step in and play a majority of the reps as the bookend on the right side. Now, credit to Good for putting together a quality day in Week 1, but with a very tough Saints defensive line coming to Vegas, Gruden and Tom Cable will unquestionably want big number 77 back in the mix on primetime, although neither Brown nor Young practiced Thursday. On the defensive side of the football, starting middle linebacker Nick Kwiatkowski was also forced to leave the Panthers game prematurely with a pectoral injury, and just like the two aforementioned linemen, he didn't practice Thursday either. Joining that trio as non-participants in yesterday's fieldwork were Rodney Hudson, Richie Incognito, Henry Ruggs III, and Jason Witten. Although it appears as though all those players, excluding Ruggs, mispracticed for non-injury-related reasons. We still have a few days before the Raiders need to make final calls on who will or who will not play against the Saints, but let's hope that an extra day of rest does everybody on the roster some good. Gruden didn't want to delve too deep into the injuries when he addressed the media Thursday, but be sure to keep an eye on the injury report as we progress throughout the weekend. Regardless of who is or who is not on the field Monday night, the Raiders know they have quite the challenge staring them down week two. The Saints, coming off a big win over Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have a stout defensive front, a plethora of weapons out wide, even if Michael Thomas isn't able to suit up and go. But when you talk about the Saints, all conversations still have to begin with their time-defying quarterback, Drew Brees. Now in his 20th NFL season, the future Hall of Famer is still the fuel for the Saints' offensive engine, and while he may not be as fleet of foot as he was earlier in his career, make no mistake about it, Drew Brees is still an elite quarterback. I think his ability to uh, want to do it at the highest of levels every year. A lot of guys, they get a little bit older, they lose interest in it, perhaps they don't relate to the young crowd like they used to just amazing the effort that he continues to put into it. I think it starts there physically, mentally. He's always into it at the top of his game. He sacrifices more than people realize. And he is a uh, one of the all-time top four or five competitors I've ever met in my life. And that's about the best compliment I could give anybody. As far as the Raiders' offense is concerned, you couldn't have really drawn up a better start to 2020 than their effort last week in Carolina. Derek Carr was a true maestro at the line of scrimmage, efficient as ever, and per usual, he was smart with the football, ensuring that the Panthers' defense didn't come close to getting their hands on it. The offensive line was its typical bruising self, 
but the star of the show at Bank of America Stadium was second-year running back Josh Jacobs. All told, Jacobs visited the end zone three times and showed the growth in his game as well, getting involved in the passing game as well as pounding the rock. Jason Witten, now in his first season as a Raider after a Hall of Fame career in Dallas, had his first chance to watch Jacobs go to work last weekend and count Witten as a fan of number 28's body of work. Josh is, you know, that was my first real look at it of full speed live, you know, and unfortunately it happened in the first game. Um, but the first thing I would say is uh, the stage isn't too big for him. You know, I mean, he wants to carry that workload. And I think of some of my experiences over my career with some great backs or just around the league of watching it, you know, the old, all the great ones, they want the ball, you know, they want to carry that workload of, you know, no preseason going on the road and, and, you know, a human environment and you can't give it to him enough. Great vision. I think he's got a, a really, um, his body's compact. He's physical. He's a better athlete than probably what I thought. I mean, what a route he ran on that little, um, you know, I think it was like a 30 yard gain. Uh, just really good feel. You can see some of that pan off for him as what he's doing as a receiver. But I, I think the rare thing about him is his, his ability to kind of tempo his runs to allow the blockers to get to the second level and then make his cuts. You know, I think a lot of great backs just hit it. He's got great patience and, um, you know, arm tackles and, you know, really one guy coming at him, it's hard for them to take him down. So uh, he's the real deal. He's a dual threat. Uh, He's a smart football player and he wants more and more and more and I think that's a great sign. So to build off what he did last year, uh, his understanding of this offense and what we're trying to do, I think he does a great job of setting up blocks. And then of course as a receiver, I think he's taken a big step, I mean, of, of being a real weapon, not a check down, but a real threat in the pass game. While there won't be any fans at Allegiant Stadium Monday night, the lights will still shine bright as the Raiders open up their new home in front of the entire football world at least on TV. Both the Raiders and the Saints come into week two feeling good about where they are as a team, and while it might be unwise to put too much stock into one game in mid-September, Witten knows that everything the silver and black do in 2020 will be viewed under a microscope as the group traverses through its first season in Las Vegas. You know, it's year three of the program. You know, I mean, Coach Gruden came back. I mean, I think you know, his program was to get to this point. I think it was a lot of excitement in the coaching staff um, on this team and what it could do. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't perfect. It was a good win on the road, but uh, certainly there's a lot to clean up and we can play a lot better. But uh, I, I do think it's one of those games where you look at early in the season, I, over the course of my career, there's times where you get late in the year and you look back at a couple defining moments that happen for your team when you have those type of seasons. And, you know, just uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I, I think this is one of those type of those games where it's the first game, it's Monday night, you're playing against a great program, great coach, great organization, um, who's played at the highest level for a long time. And uh, just to kind of big stage to, to show what you're capable of doing. So uh, it's a long season, it's early, it's week two, but it's a great opportunity for us. There's, there's no question, that, you know, you, you, you can't minimize what this game could do for a team in, in this city. The Silver and Black are back on the field getting to work today as they prepare for their Monday night football debut as the Las Vegas Raiders. Kickoff is scheduled for 5.15 p.m. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network.
Touchdown, Las Vegas. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians. But we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.